Welcome to Casual Everything, Casual Thrones Edition. I am your host, Joe Seth. Hambone is not with us this week. He is uh, training to go fight foreign or domestic wars. I'm not sure which. But that is not actually that significant because with me, I have I have uh, I have Nostradamus. <laughs> pre pre episode text message, just going. Brad's gonna find Benjamin Stark. Just yeah. done. I was swinging for the fences, man. And you hit. Yeah. And you hit right down the middle of that fastball. I crushed it. Just stated it as a fact. Just this is happening. Like you had some kind of leak. Like you knew a Twitter feed or something. Saw that actor's Instagram. I, can I don't see know. the future. Nostradi. Felt I mean, it in my balls. It's by default just because Matt's not here. But definite, definite belt theft. Definitely yeah. the current champion. Yeah, I've got to run my waist right now. Just, you know, of the D. It. Mm. Yeah, a real strong off-season performance, off-week performance. Um... The only other thing that happened while we, we weren't recording is you and me have a club sandwich bet on who sent the letter the previous week from Ramsey to Jon Snow. I have I have not Ramsey. You have Ramsey with my with my money on Littlefinger. Because mm-hmm. always Littlefinger. Um Dust, this was the tickle monster at its absolute best though this week. Like <laughs> yeah. I pre- I know, I appreciate your 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 call. <laughs> your prediction that was solid thank you. thank you um and actually before we get into the tickle monster um and we didn't really talk we didn't talk uh last week about um how direwolves just die um I, just I have a question class. for you was uh how did the hodor the hodor death that hit you was that an emotional moment that whole i mean the whole thing, the whole sequence was just kind of like a drag. Like I was, right. I was just kind of bummed out. I mean, there's been harder hitting emotional things for me than you in this season. Oh yeah. I would have taken you all the way to the wall by Theon. It's yeah. The that hardest hitting emotional moment for me on this show so far. That's here. Or not on this show, but this season. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. I mean this, yeah, this was sad, but. And that, here's, here's my thought with that. Here's what I wanted to run in this past you. Okay. Is why we were talking about Nostra D and the prediction machine. Mm-hmm. Is I spent so much time, you know, spec, you know, reading internet speculation, making my own, texting, texting the brothers, the brothers D, and um, that in the moment when she's when Mira says hold the door and it's like all right, this is where Hodor comes from. Instead of sitting there like oh my god, Hodor is about to die. Just like I was just okay, this is what happens to Hodor. That mm. was my reaction in the moment. Yeah. Was not I was much more just like the biggest emotional reaction to me that night is like, do direwolves do anything but die? Are you fucking kidding me? Seriously. I mean, they could have not had him just go I mean, like he really only bought him maybe ten seconds at Bottom ten seconds. And you know what? Even if he has to go down like that, give me a kill. Give me one confirmed death. Yeah, show right. him like taking out a couple of the sons of bitches, not just like it seems like here's he just a went, shot of him going into it. Maybe he's got a couple of them, but then he's dead. He just went for a rug. It seemed like he just dove on the floor and was just like, "Eat me first. Yeah, it was just, just like, like went limp. Come on, guys, this is yeah, a dire wolf. You know, at least like the children of the child of the forest, like was like, "I'm gonna suicide bomb this. Like, I've got a real plan here." 
Yeah. But I was mad last week because afterwards it was like, how far is she going to get? Like, they're going to get through that door. They've already broken holes in it, and she's with an eyesight. Yeah. So it was, I was happy to see that somebody else came to their aid because it just felt like, really? Yeah, like, I was just. They're going to get 400 yards ahead, and that's all it needs. After that, it was just like, Hodor can only hold the door for so mm-hmm. long, and then you're going to have them on your tail. And it's just like, I'm, they can't fight them off. You know? So, here is a very important question. As someone who is a Battlestar Galactica viewer, uh-huh. um, have we reached a sort of Battlestar Galactica point where everything has happened and will happen again <laughs> with the brand development? Um, is that just where this is at? Because I need brand to not actually change things. You know what I mean? Like, I need... I can't have any kind of time travel resolution. Mm-hmm. I need like, okay, let me, let, me, let me put this a different way. So when he's in fast money, mad matrix download with three eyed Raven in the, in the last sequence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The three eyed Raven takes him to that courtyard. Mm-hmm. In theory, because he always makes, Hodor that way like that's always what happens to Hodor so yeah. Bran needs to be in that point in time yeah you see what I'm saying? Um, yeah I mean he I he you gotta assume just like Jojen he knew when and where right. he was gonna die and so, he knew that Bran would fuck up you know to begin with and right draw the the night king to them so like i mean i feel like he knew the whole time and he's just going through the motions so chris ryan pointed out that when jojen dies and the three-eyed raven says he knew the whole time uh the camera in that scene holds on on holdor Mm -hmm. do you think that that's foreshadowing that hodor is going to die do you think it's implying that Hodor, although he couldn't say it, was also aware that he was going to his doom in the north? Or is it just coincidence? Hmm. That kind of moment to you. Is that just overanalyzing? Or do you think that was tipped? Because Benny Weiss has said that that's one of the things that George R. R. Martin revealed to them, is that that's what Hodor's name meant. So, I mean, that's something they were building to... You know, obviously the whole time. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, I don't think. Yeah, so I guess it's just a terrible way of asking, do you think Hodor knew he was going to die in that moment or in I, that yeah, I fashion? I don't think he did. I think the the whole experience just wiped him clean. I, I don't think he knew. He just, he had his basic loyalty and being you know kind and helpful left he didn't i don't think he really realized that he was off to his death and holding the door okay okay but this also uh makes me think of our other bet we had of where does hodor become hodor Oh, you and Matt owe me a beer. 
I don't think you're correct because you said Hodor was north of the wall and he was not when it happened. He was south of the wall. He was north of the wall in the event that made him Hodor. He was not. He was young Hodor is the one who got hit with it. Bran did it. Bran. Okay. We're going to put a pin in this argument because this is going to go long and we're going to meet Matt there because I have I have strong feelings on this, but it's semantics. So honestly, if if anything, I think it's it's a it's a toss up because it is kind of weirdly a push because it does happen on both sides. Yeah, I don't think there's I mean, you can argue for either way, but ultimately, like it happened at both places at the same time. So, yeah. Hmm. Time travel. Yeah, the event is simultaneously happening on two different sides of the wall. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to see if I can lawyer my way into a free beer on this one. I'm going to have to sit on it for a little while. (laughs) I'll fight you tooth and nail on this, man. I don't give a shit. I'll I'll fight it. I'll fight it. I just got (laughs) to... I'll have to rely on your brother coming to reason first and then making you come to reason by default. Yeah. Unlike you, your brother is capable of being a reasonable human being. I disagree. Hey, I see you as a. Uh, we're we're both the know, same. I see you as a precog. All right, I don't see you as a reasonable human being. Okay. <laughs> go go predict murders. Um. So, but yeah, before we got into the fact that I guess you didn't really answer. Do you find that some of the moments of this show, for an emotional purpose, your your curiosity doesn't allow you to kind of let the emotional aspects sink in. And there's... because for me, the, the Theon moment, mm-hmm. like there was no curiosity there. There's like no big reveal. Nobody yeah. actually died. So like nothing of like long-term consequence was seemed to be happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of allowed to just like sit in the scene. Whereas, the Hodor sequence is so significant to the show yeah. that I didn't sit with the Hodor death. I was just, oh, this is what happens to Hodor. Okay. All right. Yeah. So do you think you would enjoy the show more if you sat with it less? Do you see what I'm saying? Um, I know there's no way to tell, but it's something that I've been thinking about. Yeah, I don't know, because I mean, a lot of the fun for me is the the finding out these mysteries, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we get those, it's like awesome. That's cool, but it's also really cool when we have those moments with Theon and Sansa, where it's like, holy shit, this is this is an emotional rocket barrage right now. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And for me, I'm having. I think I'm gonna have and continue to have real trouble. With um, with emotional weight in scenes of great reveal, mm-hmm. because I'm going to be focused more on the great reveal, unless there's um an R.I.P. of a character that I've that I that I I care too much for. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Viper, and I will continue <laughs> to do so. <laughs> that was such a Cruel, cruel, cruel thing. So, now that I have uh, segued to King's Landing, 
mm-hmm. as I texted you and Matt, something along the lines of the problem with making an impressionable, like 15 year old, newly sexually active with no, with no, with no male role model in his life king is that then a 15 year old newly sexually active teenager with no significant male role model is the fucking king. king. Yep. <laughs> fucking I Tom, mean, man. God damn. Weak ass bitch. First of all, I would just like to go on the record in support of Tom and in this that I can I can remember me at like 15, okay? Uh-huh. And if I was king, no dad, and had had sex with Natalie Dormer, I think I would be so malleable <laughs> that I shouldn't be in charge of anything. Just that age alone, you shouldn't be in charge of shit. No, they really, they don't, yeah. they're not doing a good job of realizing, hey, this kid's like 15. Yeah. The uh. spare is the first, the first guy in the situation to be like, all this guy wants is a male role model. His older brother was a cunt. His dad was fucking worthless. His other dad, secret dad, is way too preoccupied with his other shit. Yeah. And his mom is, is lost her fucking mind. Yep. And her male henchman is a zombie. It doesn't even say anything now. No. No, I mean, does Tommen even have a friend? Uh, Sir Pounce? Sir Pounce. Isn't that the cat's name? That's the, that is friend? the cat's name. That is the cat's name. His only friend, the cat. I hope, Sir, I hope Sir Pounce. Yeah, he is. He's just an old cat lady who's a 15-year-old boy. It's Yeah, it's it's not good. He has no friends. He has... A queen who is sexually manipulating him, although there are worse things to happen to a guy. Oh, agreed. agreed. Um, and has now used that manipulation to try and manipulate maneuver with the sparrow. Um, who cares about that? I mean, just it's kind of amazing that you know the throne is so vulnerable and nobody really wants it right now. I mean, Danny yeah. wants it, but she's you know. Halfway across the world. Yeah. There's some people online. There's some online speculation that, and this isn't like a prediction, like, um, do you think Mira and Jon Snow are twins? Which we, of course, both think. Uh-huh. But do you think there is a chance that by the end of this show, Danny is the villain? Um. Well. Or is I, a villain. I could see her as, you know, a threat. And the villain. Well, actually, I mean, before we go down this road, okay. I read an interesting thing I want to run by you that we've been talking about all year. All right. And I wish I could remember who wrote it. All but right. it was that Ramsey has gotten to the point where he's too evil. Uh-huh. Where all he does is evil and there's no, there's zero nuance to him. He's gotten to almost the same point. He's gotten beyond the point where Joffrey was at. Where... Yeah his death is just going to feel like complete fan service, but also just has to happen because he's so one dimensional. Yeah. He's just evil. He is pure evil. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's the only thing about him that is of any consequence. He's just evil. He's just a bad guy. Yeah. And I, I, you, me and Matt have all predicted, I believe either not sure or that he's going to die this season Mm -hmm. and do you think after he's gone um anybody besides the white walkers will be a unanimous villain 
Um, well, I because mean, I it don't. depends. I don't. You don't think no one else but the yeah, White Walkers? Yeah, I think you're going to start getting in situations after Ramsey mm-hmm. and before Ramsey at this point as well, just outside of the Ramsey scenario, I should say. And maybe Littlefinger. I don't think anybody's really like rooting for Littlefinger, but at least Littlefinger has nuance to him. Yeah. Where these battles that you're watching, which is a brilliant quality of this show, you know, one army that's happening right now could be headed up by Brienne and the other side headed up by Jamie. Mm-hmm. And Well, technically wouldn't it be headed up by uh John. Well, they're both heading for the Blackfish. Jamie is heading for the Blackfish, and Brienne is heading for the Blackfish. Sansa sent Brienne. True. True. So if they're on opposite sides of a conflict, mm-hmm. and they're the central people behind it, outside of the Blackfish, who also is in no way a villain, um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to start getting down to a point in this show that everything outside of the White Walkers is just going to be people that are... You know, I don't want to say they're protagonists, but they're not antagonists at the same time. Yeah. And so to get back to what I posed to you is, do you think by the end of the show, you will perceive Danny as a villain? I think I think it's possible because, um, I mean, honestly, I like Jamie. Right. For all the shit he's done, I, I still like Jamie. Um obviously I mean, like, she's burning people alive. I like Brienne. I like John I like, you know, the whole North. Mm-hmm. Except for obviously like the fucking Boltons and their cronies. Um and like all the other houses are just kind of fucking irrelevant right now. Well, but think about what Dario said when he said, "You're not a ruler, you're a conqueror." You're, yeah, exactly, and that's the point. That's where everywhere I'm, I'm in the Western world. Yeah, I'm okay. In a little walk. Sorry, sorry. To, to get to the the ultimate, you know, the the finish line here, um, she's gonna be coming in there, and she'll probably be fighting people I like, trying Unless to. Unless Storm. Unless it's Dorn. Fuck, who cares about Dorn? Or Sam, who is the Dorn of people. Well, <laughs> the only funny thing about him was when he lifted that fucking sword from his house. That was that was funny. But, um, yeah, yeah. If, if Danny... If you don't give Sam seconds on breads, he'll steal your stuff. <laughs> I want well, bread, you fucking bastard, Dad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Danny, if she starts fighting, like, uh, you know, John, Jamie, Brienne, the, you know, those guys and their armies. Because you got to assume that one of those guys is going to have an army by the end of this. Um, They'll at least know. be where she wants to conquer. Unless she, like, just gets there. And by this point, the White Walkers are, like, knocking on their fucking door. And she's like, oh, what's this? Oh, let me take my dragons and my army. And uh, clean up shop. And then they would kind of, I feel like at that point, they'd just be like, okay, uh, you badass bitch. Um, you can be queen. Uh, cool. Good job. Thanks. Well, I mean, you have like, I mean, I mean, once Danny crosses to, to Westeros, you know, over there running around the east, we have no real ties to any of those cities until she gets there. Yeah. So she is the discoverer of the place. And so 
I think that's who we're all rooting for, or at least we have no reason to root for wherever she's gotten to, especially when they're all called like Slaver's Bay. I mean, who's rooting for Slaver's Bay on a human level? How could you? Yeah. So not many people. When she crosses the narrow sea, um, I mean, no matter where she lands, there's going to be people that <laughs> that you're you're rooting for, or at least you don't sit there and go like, you got to kill these slave masters. Yeah. I mean, she's sitting here claiming a birthright that was stolen from her because her father, as we saw in Bran's flashback, was burning everyone alive. Was a fucking nut job. Yeah, a behavior that Danny has now demonstrated a willingness to do. She does like the old burning. Exactly. It seems to be a kind of a thing. And uh, with with Euron, is that his name? The, the other, the Greyjoy yeah. brother. Yeah. With Euron, Euron, yeah, with him being like, "Yo, let's get us a thousand ships. Let's go get me Danny." And then her being like, "How many ships would it take?" Hmm, a thousand. And yeah. she's like, "Okay." Um, like if they somehow pair up, you got nut job and you got Danny who's showing a bit of nutty herself of late. I mean, it's just some cool parts, but like she's, um, once she gets to the point of turning that fire burning people alive onto people who are just kind of like doing their own thing and not really being assholes yeah when she's not abducted yeah like that's when it's gonna be like whoa danny um hey you remember your your old man yeah john's john's father helped kill her brother and uh her father and we're all kind of rooting for the starks oh yeah man i uh life we all have complicated relationships with the lannisters although Apparently, mm. so does she, you know, by bringing in Tyrion. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I think, I think they'll, uh, I think she'll meet up with Yara. I think that's a, um, a relationship that's ready to work. I hope so. That'd be um, nice. I think she can get balanced. It's just kind of, of those things that just kind of makes too much sense. That's like, of course that should happen. Mm. Like that. That's of course where Yara's and the Iron Islands Legion should go, and of course Danny would be into the idea of helping a female leader of the Iron Islands. Yeah. So that that makes sense, and that might, and you know, I mean, that could be. That's kind of on a smaller level, the kind of thing that's going to be happening potentially on the show is because Yara doesn't like the Starks. And, well, well, I mean, like, you know, she might not hate them, but there's no allegiance there. Yeah. I think she'd be willing to hear them out. Well, yeah, Yara seems reasonable. Yeah. But. She wouldn't make the first move anyways. Did you watch the flashback again? Bran's flashback? I had to watch it twice to even kind of register what was happening. No, I didn't. I didn't go back and watch it. I did. I did. Because I was like, there was a lot there that wasn't just like stuff on the show. Like it wasn't just like a quick like life flash before your eyes. Yeah. Like, was, that, was, was that the Mad King? Was that? Shit. Yeah, I got a glimpse of him. Yeah. 
It's just, I mean, it's just Jamie. a lot of snippets. I mean, honestly, you got to watch a thing at like half speed to just kind of register it. But yeah. Um. So let's do some speculating, Dust. All right. Now that we've come close to the end here, um, because the tickle monster, it just gave us some teasing. Just it just it just teased. It really did. But it gave it gave a big tease because it didn't kill anybody or anything like that. It just. It's just kind of like, oh, look what's going on! Uh, look what's going on here, huh? So dust. Uh huh. What's going on with your girl Arya? Oh man, talk about the tickle monster. Oh, I'm. I was like, both. No, I was just. I was purely relieved. I was just like, oh, thank God, she'll still be Arya, even if she like. Well, she's not gonna die. I'm. I'm I'm blind to her dying at this point, because if she does die, I'm just uh, that's gonna don't be. Don't seem like such an, I I don't see that as a as a possibility. Yeah, I really don't see her dying. I mean, that being said, that would be a shocker. Oh man, it would. I think I might throw up. Just be like who? Get no, not Arya. No. Um. But I mean, I was it was cool the idea of her being an assassin and this faceless man, but it's just like that's not who she is. No, you know? she was never going to be a girl as no one as, no, soon, she's as, she, Arya as, soon, as soon as she buried the sword. Yeah, she's Arya Stark and she's fucking pissed. Yeah, well, and if you and bury the sword, vengeance. you're not going in wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. um. That, that scene where she was talking to the um the lady she's supposed to you know murder yeah. and it was just like that's that's the aria that i love the meryl streep of bravo's regional theater <laughs> she she'd be angry and it's like yeah yeah you get angry you get mean was that the first time we've seen rum in the show, because she drinks rum. Has rum come up I, before? I, you know, I don't. I mean, it's certainly in the books because any scene with food or yeah. alcohol is, of course, depicted. Um, but I think on the show it might be the first showing of rum. I don't know. As soon as they just poison the rum, and it's like, oh, they have rum. Okay. <laughs> Why is the rum okay, gone? We've got beer, wine, and rum. Yeah. Dragon's breath. Um. No, I don't. I don't know with uh with Arya. I guess the Wraith or whatever that girl's the name waif. is. The Wraith. I don't care. Yeah, the Wraith. The bitch the, who's gonna die. The chick who will either kill Arya or be killed by Arya, and probably nowhere in between. And yeah, Arya's gonna fuck that shit. Her up. face will fall away, and it'll be like a big reveal, and it turns out like it was Gentry the whole time. <laughs> what the fuck? Which would be great because it would ruin both you and the internet. Ugh. Man, that I always wanted that love story to happen. I know, bud. I know. Man. Maybe it'll be pot pie. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> this is for making yeah. fun of my baking. I was a better assassin than you. You never even knew. <laughs> Glorious. Ugh. I hope it is pot pie. That would be a big one for me. That oh man, I think the internet would explode. That would. That would also create the lowest IMDb rating. 
yep. of an individual episode. Oh, you know, yeah. If you look at like the bottom end of the charts, there would be uh, when Ramsey rapes Sansa, and then right below when it turns <laughs> out Pot Pie is an assassin. <laughs> Not earned. Not earned. Uh uh-uh. uh. The rape was a little more earned than Pot Pie the assassin. Oh, man. Although I mean that's a that's a comic strip that's a spinoff TV show I'm not sure what but Pot Pie the Assassin has ringed it. <laughs> boop 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 Pot Pie yeah. the Assassin. Yeah, <laughs> with like the the Looney Tunes circle, the porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> but 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 that's all, folks. A lot of physical comedy. It'd be great. It'd be so oh, man. good. I'd watch it. I think it'd be good for some laughs. So I didn't actually watch the next time on Game of Thrones. Did you watch the next time? What's happening next time? Uh, I did, but I don't okay. really remember. That's fine. That's why we need that previously on. Because I was, I was, uh, you know, high off the the episode itself. I was not high off the episode. I was just tickled. Just tickled. well, for me, it was it was Arya being like, "Fuck you guys." I'm going to do my vengeance thing that I was just like, yes. I was also disappointed though. Just like, a little really, bit. We're not going to be an assassin. I kind of thought we were going to be an assassin. We're not. I mean, she's got, we're not going to be an most assassin. Of the training now. She just can't change. Does she? I have no idea how long she's actually been there because like some stuff seems like it's been like a week and a half. And then like for brand, it seems like it's been three years just, you know, Judging by the old <laughs> five ten brand, yeah. Um, do is there a sense of time for how long she has been with the faceless men? Oh, I have no idea. None. If I put the over under at six months, what would you do? Over. Over. God damn! I was. I got no fucking idea. I got no sense of time with this show whatsoever. I just know that we've never really had a good king, and. Nope. Uh, it's you, you know who screwed up. I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is my last point. Okay. Um. Littlefinger screwed up. Oh, he beefed it big time, man. But he beefed it up a long time ago. Not in this most recent moment. Hmm. Is yeah, he killed. He was in on the assassination of Joffrey, made, getting that ball in motion. But who would have been ready to? to seize the day on an impressionable teenage boy king with no father or friend or brother than, than Littlefinger. Give he could have advice. taken him to the brothel and been like, yo. Oh, he could have solved this whole thing for himself. King Tommen, let me get you some, boy. He's Littlefinger, Littlefinger still got moves, though. So oh, yeah, he's, he's full, of, full of surprises. Final prediction for you, Dust, or follow-up on your prediction is where mm-hmm. are uh where is the benjin bran mira trio where are they moving hmm. well i want to need say, another tree right don't they need a tree you'd you'd think i don't really know how their magic works but isn't there one of those trees in winterfell i don't i don't know is if it, they isn't that isn't that that ancient tree that's in Winterfell? Well, I know it's one of their weirwoods, but I don't know if it's like a channeling vision tree. 
Oh, so but, you think um, neither of us do research? Well, I mean, I got Sorry. something. I don't really think it's going to probably pan out. But um, Okay, what do you got? In that Game okay. of Thrones game, oh, one of the God. characters is sent north of the wall to find um, uh, the, the, what is it called? The Lost Grove, the Ancient Grove. But it's basically like a place of power in the north that their house is protected. And it's above the wall? Yeah, it's it's north of the wall. Couldn't that Ancient Grove be where we saw the uh, the Children of Men Stonehenge make, the, make a White Walker for the first time? Didn't that um I don't I don't think that's the same place. Okay. Cause like it was when you, you come across it in the game and it's inhabited by people, you know, wildlings that are protecting it. Uh one of them's a warg and then the other the sisters uh um I guess you'd equate it to like a mage of sorts. Um but yeah, they're they're defending that. And so it makes think... me wonder, like, if they're going to find a place like that or that place. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think we see another child of the forest? Oh, well, I'm, I'm probably going to go with no. I feel okay. like they're tapped out. They're tapped out. Possibly not extinct, but at least tapped out. Yeah, I think they're probably tapped out. Okay. Any final closing thoughts? Um, I remember what one of the previews next week is, you know, Jamie arriving and it looked like Stansa having some talks with some people and John there. So it'll be interesting to see how those go. We okay. can get any more like power behind Sansa and John. Really, really trailing off here at the end. Yeah, you know. It's okay. Things happen. Ah, it's all right, you know. We want we want to leave the people feeling they've gotten a little bit too much. <laughs> well, just a couple, couple more bites. Like that, ah. Oh, I should have left that last bite on the plate. Now I'm going to be the rest of the night. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... You gotta always have that last bite too much. How else would you know if you've had enough? You wouldn't know otherwise. These are facts. <laughs>